0: And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is
1: why we are
0: here for you.
1: It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, (laughs) So this week's episode, we'll be dealing with a certain topic. Uh, It's kind of related to last week's. We just finished a uh, talk on the research numbers and results that said uh, more than 60% of people from age 18 to 39 don't believe that Jesus is the only way. To salvation um, so it was kind of like okay we're gonna go let's biblical this week so let's talk about something that was kind of related closely related but not actually quite the same so this week we will go oh wow <laughs>
0: Will does does it will it be through? Are we really it <laughs> through?
1: I'll add it. <laughs> you yeah, don't get don't get us copyright okay, struck. So, <laughs> a few seconds, right? We yeah. have a few seconds. All right, we're gonna be talking about Universal Studios. I mean, uh, universalism. Wow. Christianity when it comes to Christianity uh, what is universalism? is it biblical? you'll have to find out so this is our let's get biblical let's get biblical biblical I wanna get biblical alright so let's just define Universalism. It says here Christian theology. So universalism basically means everyone will get saved. No matter what religion, no matter what they did, no matter their walk in life, no matter what they believed, if they believed in Jesus or not, if they you know did all these horrendous crimes because God's love is so powerful and God's love overshadows everything um, that he won't let anyone n- um, not be saved. And so pretty much the end result is everyone being saved. But um, yeah, in formal language, it says here in Christian theology, universal reconciliation, right? uh universal reconciliation <laughs> also called universal salvation, Christian universalism, or in context, simply universalism is a doctrine that all sinful and alienated human souls because of divine love and mercy will ultimately be reconciled to God. Yay. That's pretty much the, this, That's the gist of it. The gist of it. Um, as I said before, everyone will be saved. Um, Although the last topic that we did was more pluralistic, uh, yeah. pluralism like there's other ways to salvation. Like if you believe in Buddha or you believe in Muhammad, um, and then Jesus. It they lead to yeah, which is salvation. Which
0: could be. I mean, like I mean, it's not. It's not the same thing. But if you think about it, kind of it's is. You know, like everybody gets
1: saved. That's. Kind yeah of. kind of
0: yeah well yeah. actually well, no actually no no because those you have to that believe are, in those yeah, three you have to, yeah. yeah you have to be good in pluralism at least those three there's yes. other stuff
1: yes um but here no matter what you believe no matter if you believe it or not everyone gets saved everybody gets invited to the party yeah everyone ah uh, everyone gets uh, invited to the okay. party um <laughs> So have you have you been personally do you know anyone that believes or have you uh been part of encountered a church personally cuz i know people who believe that everybody uh, that everyone gets saved everyone gets saved in the end um in fact you know it's crazy because when I went to the Philippines, I studied there, right? Yeah. Four years, eight, uh, Adventist University of, of the Philippines. And a part of our curriculum, a part of the requirements to graduate is that you need to have two years of serving as a junior pastor. Okay. Uh, as a volunteer kind of thing. Okay. So uh, you're going to be part of their staff. Uh, you're going to shadow pastors and see how they did things and be part of leadership and you know lead uh and that's you know that's crucial to your experience and and one of the churches that i served in like because everyone was going into you know close to aup because it's easier but though the churches that i wanted to um learn from were more urban right. and they're still they still come from you know you know, we're Adventists here. Um, and, you know, sometimes we don't mention it and sometimes it's not because we want to hide it. It's just that, you know, we don't want that to be the focus, right? And we don't want that to be kind of like for people who are not Adventists, like, oh, that that, that yeah. that's not our focus. Yeah, no,
0: but we're coming from a specific context.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, um, they're still <gasps> from our denomination. They were built and planted by, you know, uh Adventist pastors. And uh eventually though, there's this pastor who started teaching that everyone gets saved in the end. Hmm. And to the point where it's like a point of contention as like caused division. Sure. And um and crazy enough, like people who were initially Rejecting it like once the pastor presented his full on dissertation, PhD. <laughs> oh, he'd made on a it. full yeah, PhD, PhD on because, um, yeah, they started like being swayed. So <laughs> I was in the thick of you know defending orthodoxy <laughs> 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 and that saying like Jesus is the For other one. way. So, yeah, that's my experience. Like, do you have? and i know people today and even in canada now like have some people who believe that jesus you know jesus's love is so powerful that in the end everyone gets saved i don't have a story like yours that's that's for
0: certain like i'm <laughs> i'm sure like my memory is so bad but i'm pretty sure i had you know an encounter with somebody whether it's like a class classmate or you know friend that would think that you know I mean it's it's a beautiful thought right everybody wins everybody gets saved nobody gets mm-hmm. left behind that's that's it's it's a thought that should be mm-hmm. I would say you know it's it's what we all hope for mm-hmm. right um, and and I think that mainly we hope for something like that because Part of us is there's there's the fear that we're on the wrong side, and so mm-hmm. if there isn't a wrong side, then yeah, every you know you don't have to worry about that that yeah. that part because you know I mean even even though the simplicity of the gospel, the beauty of it is its simplicity that the belief in Jesus Christ as your savior, mm. right, is enough. That's what's needed. Mm-hmm. You know that's the. Uh, that's the light burden. Yeah. I would harbour to think that most of us, you, you know, growing up and having to, to wrestle with that still is, you know, well, what is belief? You know, what is it isn't enough? And why are these verses telling me that, Hey, I still need to do, you know, you know, why is it that, you know, Romans is telling me that, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't follow the commandments of Jesus Christ, you're going to like, whatever, right. There's, there's nuances to, to it as well and so we wrestle with this idea and so you know maybe we want to it's maybe we want to just not have to deal with it and stick with the beautiful thought of hey we're all going to win anyways so there's no pressure I can you know I can I can love Jesus as as much as I want or if you're inclined the other way I can do whatever I want and I'm going to win anyways hmm Right, it's it's a nice thought. It's a beautiful thought. It's we. Uh, I wish it were that that way. In fact, Jesus. I mean, God says He wishes it that way. He wishes that no person would, you know, that uh, that all would be saved.
1: Yeah. Wishful thinking on the part of God.
0: <laughs> well, God, God's God. He knows. He's God, Obviously, He knows. Right. Um, King of wishful thinking. King. Of wishful. That was my jam. <laughs> Yo, I love that song. Yeah. When I was younger, that was my that was my this is such a sad song, but, but it's so hopeful. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh yeah, so I mean it's it's a beautiful thought. I wish it were like that. I wish I could tell people it was like that. I just don't think the Bible says it that way.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um so let's get to the verses. Like I know Okay, I know that for a fact there were some verses that like the main verse that people say that believe in universalism is Isaiah 50-something. And it's found in Philippians too. And where Paul says, uh, quoting Isaiah, in the end days, uh, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess Yep. that Jesus is Lord, uh so people are like, Why would every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, and that why would every knee shall bow if they weren't saved? Yeah, so I think that's one of like one of the main verses that they use, right, sure. <laughs> so, I mean it's understandable That if you take that verse alone
0: Yes but If we When you think about conquerors And kings And generals that have gone Through you know that have Gone through a military campaign You put your You put the, people, the, the side that lost Under subjugation <laughs> They have to bow uh, They have to serve you they have to say you're right. Cause you're going to kill them. Yeah. Right. Uh, and they do it anyway, because maybe you're just going to kill them anyways. <laughs> right. So that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody gets saved because whatever, it's just the way that I see it is that his presence compels you. Mm, right. Yeah. The, the greatness and the grandeur and Cause you know, when you look through the Bible, the way that he comes, it ain't, it ain't small. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't skimp on any of the details. It's it's big, it's bad, it's loud, right? (laughs) It's it's coming for you, right? There is just no hiding from it. There's no like shutting out your ears that you can't hear it or closing your eyes that you can't see it. It's just in your face. It's just so apparent. That you have no other recourse, but to say that yes, right, he's mm-hmm. he's he he is who he said he is. Yeah. And there's going to be, and in my estimation, there's going to be some people that says, "Oh man, I wish, yeah, he Ooh. is who he said he was. <laughs> I wish that I, I wish that I had, I had, I had believed that."
1: Yeah. Um, can you think of any other verses? That may speak about the universal salvation.
0: Honestly, I didn't think about doing it that way. I didn't want to I didn't wanna go for that side. I didn't wanna <laughs>
1: I didn't wanna be swayed. I so I didn't just read on
0: <laughs> it. I
1: didn't wanna read on it. The devil
0: <laughs> I didn't wanna give that devil a foothold.
1: Uh, I mean, that's, that's my
0: story for being ill prepared for this podcast. I mean, that's
1: all I know. Like, that's that's pretty much the main thing. And then I think somewhere in the prophets, someone well, says like, "Can a leopard change his spots?" Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And then so that's them like saying, "Oh, no one can change, or mm. no one can."
0: Yeah, no. My my actually my thought process was a little bit more there's a little bit more mind gymnastics to it. Okay. So um
1: let's, Okay, so let's start. Well I mean get, this is why it's Olivia Newton John. <laughs> <laughs> gymnastics. Let's go biblical, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so Okay, so for our last podcast I went to Second Thessalonians chapter one, verses seven to ten. Yeah. Right, and let me just let me just find it, and I'll read it so that everybody that's listening uh, can follow along too. As long as my devices work, because it's not right now. Okay, so let's go Second Thessalonians chapter one, and we'll start from verse five. This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment, because that's, you know, what we're talking about, so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God, for which indeed you are suffering. Oh, and I'm reading from the American Standard Bible, New American Standard Bible, Uh, from which you are indeed suffering. Verse 6, for after all, it is only just for God to repay with afflictions, affliction those who afflict you, and to give relief to you who are afflicted, and to us as well. Here we go when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution mm-hmm. to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. The, verse nine. And here's the big one. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day and the rest of Chapter 10, verse 10 and whatever. But uh, I want to focus on, I want to focus on verse 9.
1: Um, eternal torment?
0: <laughs> yeah, eternal, no, not yours is torment, no, no, mine no, is just, destruction.
1: Just joshing you.
0: <laughs> I don't want to go, I don't want to <laughs> deal with that one. Okay?
1: Which we will Which, later on.
0: <laughs> but when we, okay, so we're going to go a little Greek here. Okay, so the okay. two words. Right? Eternal destruction, which you picked up on. Right? Uh, so eternion, uh, eternal, which is aeonion. Mm. Which is the adjective, accusative, singular, masculine, you know, um, add-on to what it's really talking about, which is destruction. And that Greek word is olethron. Olethron? Yeah.
1: Olethron? It, olethron.
0: So it does mean destruction sounds right?
1: like a transformer <laughs> right right but
0: this idea of eternal right um and so when you think of <coughs> eternal destruction uh, eternal destruction it means like you know we we have this idea of forever yeah right um that it'll happen for all eternity but also built into this idea of eternal was that it has no beginning and it has no end, ah. so it might be that in that point, in that time, we just get erased from memory. What? Mm. <laughs> right? Mm, okay. Like it just, okay. It just we just it's like we like those that that they never existed.
1: Mm. How?
0: Old? I don't know how, but I mean it's just built into that. Now that's just the word itself. Okay. I tend to think that, you know, cuz we still have to deal with the the idea that, you know, um when we're in heaven, we don't sin anymore partly because we don't want to rem- go back. Remember. Yeah, yeah we, we remember. remember right? right? Um we remember yeah, that's the what pain. like
1: that's that's the first thing my mind jumped yeah. to. It's like how how do we you know remember yeah how it was like when the people we associated with yeah, that did not believe.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, that comes up, but th- there's a way around it in the sense that we don't always remember everything, do we? Not all the details of things that happened in our past mm-hmm. that we don't have to, rem- like, we don't have to remember every detail of a painful scenario of a, a painful experience, mm-hmm. just the stuff that hurts us. Yeah. Right. And it, it, and to be sure, there's going to be pain in terms of like, you know, um when we get to heaven like why some people aren't there.
1: Yeah. Especially loved ones yeah. that we thought were gonna be there. Right.
0: Right. Uh but I, I figure that's what you know, coming from our you know, our 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 interpretation of the Bible, we believe that, you know, there's a thousand years that happen and and at least I don't know if this is this is your thing, but I, I, I think that during that thousand years, you know God's showing us our lifestyle like our lifetime, everybody's lifetime, and He has He's showing why some people are there, why some people aren't. Right, mm. that's c- to convince us. And so from that point, yes, but then, you know, then there's a second resurrection. I mean, there's a there's a yeah there's this there's no sorry not a second resurrection there's a second death.
1: Yeah. Right. After the thousand years, yeah, and legal. that's sort of
0: like the eternal, sort of like the ending of it, right? Ending um, of, yeah, like so. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying there's 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 um, built into that word eternal a possibility that it just like it just wipes out from our memory, and that might help with uh, hey the no more crying, no more sorrow, no more whatever,
1: because <laughs> like there's that maybe. Right. Mm, yeah.
0: I'm not saying that it is. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it, that that yeah. that that might be a possibility. That's neither here nor there. It's not a a point of salvation. <laughs> <You know? Whoa. laughs> obviously not. <laughs> doctrine. Right, doctrine of something. But this also the idea of destruction. Like it's just there. There isn't yeah. a like that 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 word letharon, Right. It's just you stop. Destruct, it's like yeah. It's yeah. destruction. It's like you're destroyed. Breaking down you're your, annihilated. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Which,
1: so it's, you know, from our teaching, like the way that we've been taught, it's annihilation.
0: Right. Now, when you asked about, have you, you know, is there any Bible verses that are whatever? Okay, so, um, in verse, in, in that same sort of like passage that we read, it says that, um, let me see, um, oh yeah, that, in verse 7, that Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire. And when we jump to Revelation, you know, sort of like what we think that we, you know, sort of the same, same deal. Revelation 20, uh, verses 7 to 9. Let me just go there for a second. Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 to 9. And this is when Satan is freed and he's doomed. So verse 7, when the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together for the war. The number of them is like the sand of the uh, seashore, and they came up on the broad plain in the earth, of the earth, and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city, the new Jerusalem. Hmm. And fire came down from heaven and devoured them. Um Now, that fire that came down, uh, that might be the angels that come down in flaming fire to exact the judgment on here. Now, um, my sort of mental gymnastics is that, okay, so you get thrown into the, I mean, so there's this fire that comes and consumes us. There's this idea that hell is a burning thing, whatever. And yeah. Yeah. And so there's this this, this idea of, of fire and destruction through fire. You could try to argue that the oh, fire yeah. is a cleansing fire. Yeah, a
1: refi- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the refiner's fire and what's left is. I vaguely remember <laughs> them saying that. Yeah. Like God's fire is in of Zechariah or one of the prophets is like he his fire was or he's a refining fire so like whatever whatever happened after revelation is you know he's refining us yeah. so that later on we can enter yeah. the pearly gates
0: and so everybody is yeah so everybody gets saved everybody gets invited to the party right <laughs> <laughs> yeah You can you can argue that however you run into problems when we're talking about free will, right? Because that's against the free will. Those are the people that chose not to be with God, ultimately speaking. Yeah. Right? Why would then God who gave us free will so that we would choose to love him, you know, of our own choice, Mm. then turn around wipe their minds <laughs> so it's just you know like yeah. they never chose that in the first place
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: right because not only is it sort of like a violation for them what about us that see it mm-hmm. we could, you can argue hey we'll, we'll just be so happy that everybody's safe because it is like I said it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thought that everybody could save and the people that aren't there that I love that aren't with me or even me that's not there then we can yeah. all be together. That's a beautiful that's a beautiful thought, but you know that goes against this idea of why do the why do the free will thing in the first place if all he's going to do is just wipe
1: our memories so mm-hmm. that we would just yeah,
0: be pre-fall. Like be Adam and Eve pre-fall
1: even if you didn't want it.
0: Yeah. Right. That doesn't that doesn't line up to what everything that he's doing right mm. how we how we engage in 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 salvation in our belief in our choice right in our choosing to follow Christ to you know take up our own cross mm-hmm. right to follow him right? yeah and the, the and the you know the reality is in with the bible when we if we if we talk about the the rich young ruler or the the parable of the handmaidens. We're talking about the the parable of the sheep and the goats. Uh, anything in Revelation? Anything in in um, yeah? Any any of the 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 um, the major prophets when they're talking about the day, right? When God goes, there is a split, right? Yeah. Um, and you would think that it would be more and obviously God's way you can argue God's ways are higher than our ways, <laughs> no, but it would be uh, more economical if we were just all together. Yeah. Right. But we know <laughs> even according to the Thessalonians, all right. is uh, it Thessalonians? Which where we get split. Right. Where those that are alive remain. We. Yeah. Right. We're split. Right. So there's, there's a, there's a definite, um, there's a definite idea that, you know, you have people that choose one way or another to refine uh, to have the refiner's fire notion at the end, yeah. at the end kind of flies into the face of that. Right. It mm-hmm. goes against that notion.
1: Yeah. And I guess it's just, you have to take all the scriptures together. Right. And, Um, all of the scriptures the story of the scriptures tell me and this is just me that there is no salvation for someone who does not believe Jesus because even Jesus Jesus himself said that you know for a person who does not believe there's they're going to a place where there's gnashing of teeth and like which means like a place of really Hard. Not, a, not a place you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to go, yeah. <laughs> and the way that you, you went you were saying about like all these parables that Jesus taught, right? All these stories that he said, um, and I think like what I realized is that if there was salvation for everyone in the end, if there was a refiner's fire that would cleanse everyone, Jesus would have ended those stories in a different note. Yeah. Right? He would just have said like, ah, but that's just temporary. But that's just temporary. <laughs> like everyone like oh, those, those uh ten foolish virgins will be led will be let in like eventually that, yeah, eventually when they get their oil <laughs> and
0: they come back. Um or, or Or the or the uh the 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 vine the the landowner and the vine dressers, the one that kills uh, yeah. his son, they're like, Well, what do you want to redo them? Well, they're gonna come back and kill and they'll just say no that was, they were just joking yeah. so you know it was just, it's or, all good uh, yeah. and then everybody lives happily ever after
1: mm, yeah and then I think before when when you said you know everyone will be invited to the party I was yeah. like that kind of like that made my ears perk up because yes. it was like Jesus' story of story. Yeah. the dinner party where you know, he did invite people but people didn't want to come and then
0: he invites everybody else he
1: invites everyone else to
0: come in and then the dude that comes
1: in without the robe yeah he throws out and then I think where that's, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth <laughs> this, 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 where there's weeping yeah. and gnashing of teeth yeah. always says that like after a story of people not wanting to come in right or like not wanting to accept the invitation um, and he doesn't end in a high note he ends it right when you know, destruction comes, which, you know, that's Jesus. And, like, that's his story. And as much as we want to focus on God's love, and yes, love wins. <laughs> um, and <laughs> But um, there's also the other side. There's the ugly side of sin, where, unfortunately, because of sin, because of the evil that lies in man's heart, Like, not everyone will make that choice. And and the way that Rob Bell said it in his book, Love Wins, is not, he wasn't saying that everyone, love wins because everyone is loved and everyone will go to heaven. Um, He says love love wins because um, God loves us enough to give us the choice. Sure, and so love wins for those who love God because you know they get accepted to have, or like they they made the choice to love Jesus and to accept Jesus as their Savior, and so love wins there because they are swept to have, like they are they go to heaven. But then love wins for God uh, and for those even those who don't want to be in heaven because they get what they want. Yeah. And they get what they love, which is uh, eternity without God, which is what they wanted in the first place. And so, Rabbi was saying, like, God is just giving them what they want. And so, that's why I got love wins.
0: Yeah, and, and from another standpoint, just talking about this whole idea of love wins. And I, I, don't, know, I don't know if you ever found yourself in a situation where you've loved somebody, And they didn't want to be with you, but you loved them enough to let them go.
1: Oh, yeah, that's my whole
0: high school. (laughs) (laughs) Story of my life. Story of my life.
1: Story of my life. It was always. (laughs) Other guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch.
0: Ouch. Yeah, man. So, you know. And that's and that's love right it's a choice to to be with somebody and if you they don't want to be with you if they don't love you back to love them enough to not you know drag them out and, and make things weird and make things difficult but love them enough to to let them go and unfortunately you know that's you know God's gonna deal with that and we have no idea. What it's like, you know. We 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 can become, you know, uh, we can become mentors that 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 see people that we've invested with go. We can be parents that our children make wrong choices and find themselves in in you know in a place where they don't come back. We can't we can't we can't fathom the depth that God will feel that day
1: yeah
0: right and um, it, it's not while there is vengeance in it because of the anger against the the concept sorry the reality of sin um, I can't help but think that you know his heart is going to break that day yeah and that's just going to be totally. the love. Right. That totally that, you know, that's that, that instead of trying to wipe their brains and change their minds to try to be with you, because at that point, that's not love. That's selfishness.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. You just want, you just want what you want when you want it and mm. you go about manipulating the situation so you can get it. That's, that's not love. That's, Manipulation—that's mm-hmm. gaming the system. Yeah. Right, and so, yeah, that the whole idea of, of of, you know, the fire being a cleansing fire, a metaphor, if you will. Um, yeah, you can you can you can you can argue it that even the the, the destruct the eternal destruction that you find in in Thessalonians is a destruction of your former self. And that's the new, that comes back is like the new person that in a blink of an eye, you can change. And even though they are two separate events at that point, you can argue that you can, you can run, you know, your mental gymnastics that way. But in the end, it doesn't stand up to the love and the free will concept.
1: Mm -hmm. So,
0: uh, like I said, we wish it was different that everybody wins. That everybody chooses. Mm -hmm. God wants that too. But that's just not the way, that's not the way that love works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like the way that it is, the way that Orthodox Christianity believes, I personally believe is a more complete picture of God's love because he does not want anyone to suffer. He does not want anyone to not believe in him. But yeah, it lets them choose to.
0: Yeah, and the other argument, and that's you know, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit more um, nuanced. Is this idea of Satan, you know, um, which the trans, you know, Satan is the adversary, right? Translator, but mm-hmm. there's also names for him that he's called the accuser, uh, the accuser, mm-hmm. and you wonder what that accuser you know, role is, what is he accusing God of? You know, um, scholars would say that it's because he's accusing God of not being fair.
1: Yeah.
0: And in that instance, Satan would be right. And we would all see. And God would lose. Mm-hmm. Right? Because at that instant, you would think that a good percentage, if not most of us, would would want to say, why do we want to be with a God that's just going to, you know, that's just going to force us into doing what we don't want?
1: hmm Yeah. Right. His way, that way. Right? Yeah. He's so annoying. Right? <laughs> Satan's so annoying. Like, he's always accusing God, like, in Job, right? Like, oh, he, Job is good because you don't... Well,
0: that's his thing, though, because he had... Because that's the only way he gets to live. Revelation's clear is what's going to happen with him. Mm -hmm. He's on a time restriction. His time is coming close. And so his only chance, his only chance is to win the debate so that the people and the the creatures that God loves turns against him. Mm -hmm. Now he has a choice whether to wipe off everything Right? Yeah. Or give up and let it be the way it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Right? So he's gonna take every single thing or every single person that he can with him. God doesn't want it to happen, but, you know. Like I said, I mean,
0: yes, there's, there's anger there against, you know, you can be angry at a situation. You can be angry at, at, How, you know, the mess that you find yourself in, you can be mad at how you got there. But I'm convinced that if there is a person that you love that's involved, that's going to find themselves on the wrong end of that, right, your heart will break. Right? God's heart is going to break that day. And we have no idea. While everybody is... Laughing and, and jumping and, you know, flying, I don't know, whatever, traveling at the speed of thought. No more crying, no more death, no more sickness, none of that. While we're enjoying that entire treasure of a life, God's got to live with the ones that didn't choose him
1: mm.
0: for all eternity. Yeah, and whether you believe, whether you accept the notion that in in Thessalonians that the eternal destruction is that you get wiped from memory, he's his memory is not going to be wiped,
1: mm. and he'll
0: still have that. Yeah, because God, because God doesn't forget.
1: Hmm. Right. Oh. But is he powerful enough to make himself forget? <laughs> you know that question. Is we he really powerful here? Is, 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 nice. is he so powerful that he make a, something, <laughs> something that you can't he can't carry? Move. He's so strong. Um, oh
0: man, let's not go
1: there. Is he powerful enough to make himself forget? I don't know. But I think <laughs> I think um, like all this talk is just reminding me of the mission that's in front of us as Christians to, you know, take those who who you love and and tell them about the good news of the love of Jesus because you know, we don't have much time. Like God God is coming soon. I I do believe that. Um and it's really important that we take those who we love and care for like our friends and family and spread you know make them see how important it is for them to believe in Jesus um and i think that goes back to you know the great commission why would jesus give us the great commission if everyone is just going to be saved in the end right so like we have the great commission because you know God cares for people and he wants them to believe and so he has sent us to be messengers and to be the vessels of grace in this earth uh, to make people know and um, about the love of Jesus and f- to give them that chance to answer the call and to believe and accept Jesus as their savior and so like yeah if you're listening to this yeah spread spread the name of Jesus spread his love and um hopefully like as paul said like um be everything to everyone which is another podcast <laughs> episode so that as much as possible everyone would be saved and and yeah like we have a job to do we have a mission to do and yeah let's keep to it yeah
0: cuz not everybody's gonna be saved right
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, As as sad
0: as it is as it is but let's help let's work to try to get as many as we can
1: well folks that's all we have for you this week we hope that you were blessed by our discussion let us know what you think send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at the prodigals project on facebook twitter and instagram if you like what you've been hearing please like and subscribe Also, leave a rating and review. It'll
0: go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.